All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Live from the Leyline. I'm your host, Cameron Porter, and with me as always, the man, the myth, the fucking legend, <laughs> Avery knew it. In the Finkle flesh. Cut man. fries. Yes, sir. You know? I love it. I love it. <laughs> Avery, how you doing, my friend? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to talk about this today. This is gonna be I'm, a good one. Absolutely. Is this episode twenty two or twenty three? 23 baby 23 uh oh 23 is an occult number yeah it is wow that has a lot of significance and uh freemasonry yeah um yeah we'll talk about freemasonry a little bit later in this episode i've got some good shit with that but um before we get into it i want to tell the folks at home to give us a like give us a follow subscribe to us on spotify um the youtube you can subscribe there and give us a like give us a comment tell us what you like tell us what you didn't like yep um don't expect me to respond if if it's some shit i don't want to respond to though i'm sorry guys <laughs> it's hard keeping up with it especially old episodes it's not something i never do is go back to the comment section yeah um which i, I should be better about that i should be checking the comments or at least have notifications on if a comment does come through but Right. I'm slacking on that. But nonetheless, like and subscribe. Give us five stars. Tell us what you like about it. Join the Patreon. We got yep. episode 17 is on there because it got pulled from YouTube. I yeah. guess we spread medical misinformation, ladies yep. and gentlemen. So yep. if you want some misinformation, go to the Patreon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love um, it. Yes. And without further ado, let's uh, let's get into it. I think it's yes, time. Sir. Yeah, I time. think... Um... The big topic right now, as it should be, it's horrible, horrible tragedy. Um, the Maui fires. Yeah, I think that's what we're gonna get into today. Yep. Um, yep. and this is what is it? Twenty second today? Twenty third? Okay. Yeah. Wow, the twenty third episode on the twenty third day. What's going on? That is weird. Whoa. Yep. Dude, the Illuminati's like orchestrating this. Yeah. Planning it out. Oh, for real. Um, no, yeah, so I folks. think, uh, why don't you just kind of explain it to me and I'll just kind of tap into stuff that I've been hearing as well, because I've seen some pretty juicy videos. Yeah, bet, bet. So I guess the best thing that we can do right now would be to just like talk about what the narrative is and what happened. Yeah. Um, sorry, let me type in some shit. You're fine. So on August 8th, there was a wildfire. Um, that washed over Maui, which is it's an island. There's the island of Maui, and it's a whole county. So each of the islands are counties, you know, and they got their their mayors. Um, for each county, it's it's weird. They got a weird setup in Hawaii. Um, it's very interesting politically. Yeah, but <clears throat> on the island of Maui, there was this fire that broke out, and because there had been a lot of this overgrowth from the, these African grasses that have been left by uh, fruit companies like Dole with the, with the pineapple um, pineapple plantations. I think there's a word for it. So it was this grass that was left behind. It's this non-native species to the island, spread wow. over the island, and it lit on fire. It's really dry, and it's drought resistant, so it just stays there. You have to remove it, you know? 
Yeah, wow. Um, and I think they were saying it covers like 25% of the island, this grass. It had spread so much. That's um, a lot. I know, right? I know. And so a fire started and it burnt through this grass and then it spread to towns like Lahaina. Yeah. Was the main town that got hit really hard. That's where you see a lot of the footage that comes out about this stuff. Um, yeah. You see the, um, the hell is that called? The like harbor area and the dock with the buildings all incinerated down into little piles. Um, all those, all that videos from Lahaina. Uh, <clears throat> And it's terrible. It's a terrible circumstance because oh, yeah. so many people had to escape running into the water, man. Yeah. Like there's videos of people like in the water. They turn the camera around. They show the town burning and then they show themselves. And they probably I think they had to stay in the water for like hours. Yeah. Which is it's I don't know if anybody's taken a shower that's longer than like an hour. You get pruny. Oh, God. Super quick. And the pruning hurts. I hate that. You know, maybe, I don't know. That might just be my little white boy talking. But, dude, I get no. pruned up. I yeah. Do. No, um, I hate that. I it's to, a like, terrible feeling. I have to, like, rub my hands together for, like, ever after that because they just feel weird. I feel whack. <laughs> yeah. I feel whack. There's some interesting theories about that itself as well, the fact that we do that. Some people say that it's um, it's like a natural grip that we get when we're underwater. And so because that happens, we create these little ridges for the water to go through and we can actually grab onto things. And so it might uh, signify that we uh, have evolved from a creature that was water breathing or just spent a lot of time in the water, which gives a lot of credence to the Atlantean theories and um, interesting stuff. No, that's that's a tangent. That's a tangent. Yeah, Um, it makes sense. I mean, I have gills. Yeah, <laughs> an undisclosed it's like, location. It's like I got some shark gills. Yeah, fucking shark boy. That movie freaked me out when he had gills under his like uh, under his arms. Yeah, bro. Imagine having to put deodorant on those things, dude. Ew. I want to tickle him on his gills. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Okay, sorry guys. We're okay. not being respectful to the the fire. I feel bad. Well, we haven't joked about the fire. That's true. That's we're not true. going to. We're not. No, I yeah, not even that. But I heard that um, there were some areas where people were going into the water and stuff in the water was catching on fire too, like um, docks and stuff like that. So oh they were trying God. to swim away into more fire. <laughs> Dude, that's so terrifying. Oh yeah, that's such a terrifying concept. It's like apocalyptic. Dude, yeah. these people in Lahaina experienced an apocalypse. Yeah, this like two weeks ago, yeah. which is crazy. Um. And a really sad part about this too. So there was a hurricane. What what the mainstream story is here? Let me pull it up. The mainstream story is that uh, there was a hurricane, Hurricane Dora, that was going around, and there was these winds, these high tropical winds that were pushing through, and were you know the little fingers of the hurricane were kind of touching on Maui or uh, yeah on Maui, yeah. And what ended up happening is. These winds, they say, exacerbated the effects of these small brush fires that were started. I don't know if they have any official story about how the fire legitimately started, but they say that these winds exacerbated. That's all they talk about. They don't talk about the, you know, what started it. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of theories about it. I think a p- very plausible one is that there was an electrical company that kept the, all the power lines on during this high wind 
when it's not protocol to do that. You keep the, you turn the power off as soon as the wind gets too high that you think these uh, these lines are going to become a danger because they do. They they touch shit and they burn, or trees yeah. touch them and it burns. Yeah, it's, it happens very quickly, but they just know to turn it off. But they didn't. Fair. Yep. What are your thoughts? Ah, crazy, dude. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that would be a. Let's just say this is all unwrapping and sounding very normal until we get further into this conversation. Yeah, yeah. No, this is just this is like I'm reading from CNN right now, Mm -hmm. folks. This is not the tinfoil hat version, right? And trust me, I've got plenty of it. I listen to all my red pill daddies. You know their opinions on this shit. I listen to Tripoli, um, Jimmy Dore. He's really good and informative and hilarious. Yeah, and um, Isaac Weishaupt. Shout out to him always. He's one of the best conspiracy theorists in the game. I would have to say I give so much credit to this dude because he wow. looks at a lot of occult symbolism and um, he does the occult symbolism and popular culture podcast on Spotify Yeah, and Apple podcast. He's fucking fantastic. If we can get him as a guest one day, I would literally cream my corn. Yep. I would. Yep. <laughs> That'd be um, awesome. He's the shit. He's the sh- and he's like seriously a grandmaster in this occult symbolism and, and these these telling, you know, details about things that it's like, yep, it's a call sign for occult activity. He's fantastic. But he was talking all about this kind of stuff. And um, he actually goes to Maui. He like vacations there and whatnot. And he said it's like paradise. I've been and there. So we've oh, been there. I'm jealous. Yeah. Yeah. I'm jelly. I have heard only good things. I think my mom's supposed to go in December. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully they got it cleaned up or something. For real. Yeah. I'm going to Honolulu <laughs> in October. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Honolulu, that, is that like a smaller? That's like one of the small ones? I think that's the big dog. Oh, Honolulu's the Chungus? I'm pretty sure. Oh, shit. See that? Yeah. You guys, I'm sorry. All <laughs> I know is that Maui's not the big island. Right. No, it's not. And I'm pretty sure Maui has a volcano on it. I believe you're correct with that as well. Yeah. That's all I know. Heard of Um, paradise. But go ahead. Oh, nothing. I was just going to say, yeah. So the freaking power companies, of course, conveniently don't turn anything off. Yeah. Yeah. And just so you know as well, like, you know, these power companies, if you look up their, the holdings for this company, uh, it's BlackRock and Vanguard at the very top, and it's of like twenty percent ownership. Um, and then I don't think they list very much, or very many other ones. God damn, I butchered that. But um, what I'm thinking is that it's owned by the citizens. Sometimes, usually, that's what they'll do. With the local citizens have ownership of that stock as well. So it's not like just some private company coming in and robbing people. It's like, hey, we all own this company, right? Um. But when you have 20% sway and all you have to do is get 30% of those people on board or at least to disagree with each other and you can make all the decisions for it, you're in a pretty good spot financially, you know? Um, But yeah, that was just an interesting thing that I'd heard about was the BlackRock and Vanguard ownership of this electrical company that decided to keep the power on. Of course. Hurricane winds. That's your first clue. Right, remember that. Of course, yep. it's owned by BlackRock and Vanguard. Your spidey senses should start going right about now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, so the kids talk about school. 
Oh yeah, dude. Crazy. So these uh because of this hurricane, there was high wind. And so children were home from school because of this. Um, which is I don't know why. Maybe because they were worried that I don't I don't honestly I have no idea why they would yeah. keep kids home during wind. I think wind is okay. Yeah, I didn't hear and like you usually hear like, oh, this hurricane's gonna hit crazy. Like, be yeah. prepared. I didn't hear any stories about the hurricane. Well, because it wasn't gonna hit. It was just yeah. wind. It was like, and the hurricane was so far away. But hurricanes are so powerful, of course, that those fingers can fucking get up there and have crazy kind of wind. But that's not uncommon. I, I was listening to a podcast with Mark Steves, the gentleman that we had a conversation with. Um, he does the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast, and he he had on a couple of Islanders. And they were explaining, yeah, they were like talking about how like high wind is, it's kind of a normal occurrence on the island. That's, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what you, that's what you get being in a tropical climate like that. Yeah, you know, right off the ocean, places like San Francisco, the wind is crazy always, like constantly. It's just yeah. it's wind. It's part. Oh of yeah. It. Um, but either way, so these kids were all home from school, probably by themselves because their parents were both working because it's during the week and and then this fire hits and so they're thinking that a lot of these deaths a lot of this death toll are children man yeah Which so there's number two yeah power doesn't get oh, turned yeah. off i should probably pull it i haven't even been looking at the list <laughs> no I, yeah i'm just kind of going through it for the listeners like we're building up to what we yeah. think is yeah, a crazy I tried, conspiracy. I tried going to on. make my notes like in order of craziness. I love it. I love let it. it climax like a good movie. I love it. <laughs> Power was left on. It's owned by the yep. most elite owner thing that owns everything in the world. You name it, BlackRock and Vanguard own it. Correct. Um, Correct. They have to quote Isaac Weishaupt. They have their fingies in every cake. Yeah, that's what he said, and it fucking fingies. cracks me up. Yeah, it cracks <laughs> me up every time, dude. Uh, school is canceled for some unknown reason and everyone's home. Yep. Um, yeah. What's next? These poor kids, dude. It's heartbreaking. Imagine being by yourself in your home. Um, oh dude. And a big one that we haven't touched on. Maui has the biggest alarm system in the whole state. This was like, this is the main point I want to make. They are in the world, not, not the state, not the country In the entire world. They have one of the most advanced and expansive alarm systems. Yeah. For tsunamis. For tsunamis and hurricanes, yeah. But if you look on the website, it's for it says tsunamis, hurricanes, um, earthquakes, and wildfires. It lists wildfires. Oh, really? On the website. It does. Um but the alarm didn't go off a single yep. time during the fire. Yep. Nobody set the alarm off. And I heard a really good rebuttal um, that Brian Callen, he does this podcast with Sam Tripoli. And listen yeah. to me. I just love to talk about other people's podcasts. Right. Because it's all I do with my time is, is consume other podcasts. I do yeah, my podcast and then, I, and then I go and I listen. Yeah, yeah. And I come back and I, I yell it to the people. I a get student on student of the art. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I'm just learning. And these yeah. are my, my Ronin mentors. You yeah. Know? I learned from them my ways. But either way, Brian Callen was making this point. Who He's a hilarious comedian, by the way. Yeah, He's awesome. And he's an actor, fantastic actor. He was in um, The Hangover and How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. He's good. 
either way, Sam was trying to make the point that none of these alarms went off. And Brian said, well, they're, they're tsunami alarms. And when you, you hear that alarm, you know, it's for a tsunami, you go inland. Yeah. Up a building, you go upstairs. And so these people don't have the association. Oh, wait a minute. I need to run to the, to the shore because it's a fire. Right. In his mind, he, and he, it was a great point when he said it, I was like, damn it. Yeah. That is very, yeah. He's right. Very solid. I I could understand that why you wouldn't set the alarm off because you don't want more. you, You could make the argument that more people would die if you set the alarm off because they run in inland. Yeah. Nonetheless, it's it's distressing. They can't send out a text message. I get an Amber alert when it's fucking two year olds with her dad that she's not supposed to be with. Right. You know what I mean? Why yeah. can't the whole island get texted about a fire? Right. Totally. I yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts totally. about that, Avery? I, well, just another thing is like to argue back against that is like it also does list four wildfires on there. I know. So how do they distinct it in general whenever they put it off? Right. Right. And I mean, you hear, you hear the alarm, you think danger, you go outside, you don't see any wave, you don't see anything crazy, but you see smoke. You think, oh, okay. I can use my discernment, my common sense. I go the other way. Right. Like let the people give them something. Yeah. A lot of these kids are probably burnt in their fucking house, man. Right. That's the heartbreaking part. Yeah. Well, and like um, with those alarms, it's not just an alarm too. Most of them, at least from what I know, have a little intercom behind it as yep. well. Like a little and PA goes, system. Tsunami, get inland, you know? like Yeah. Maybe, why doesn't it just say wildfire? It's a good point. They should have <laughs> two separate things. But they say that this was like a a novel event, I guess, that this yeah. doesn't happen ever. Right. Um. And it had never happened on the island until something like this happened because of all this not native grass. But it's totally. – I don't know. It's, it makes a lot of sense, but then there's also a lot of a little fishiness about it. Yeah. Um, so the siren didn't go off. Yeah. The next thing is for some reason everyone's water in the neighborhood was turned off. Yeah, so the town, old county or whatever. Yeah, they were all restricted water access to fight the fire. Yeah, I guess there's like a turn off valve, and it was turned off. People were trying to use their hoses, and they couldn't yeah. get water. Yep, which means they can't fight the fire. That's horrifying. Which it's just it's so terrifying because it really seems like in this circumstance, everything was done, every step was taken to make it as bad as could be. Yeah, just imagine you Kids go home with your with your water spout, and you're just trying to pull the trigger and it's just not working it's nothing you get like the trailings the last time's watering you're like Fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh lord so there's add that to the clue pile yep everyone's water was freaking turned off which doesn't make any sense who makes that kind of decision yeah who was it that turned all this water off That's yeah what i want to know yeah all right so the next one is the one of the craziest ones to me freaking why was everyone blocked in via police roadblocks? Yep. Why in the world were they told to stay put in their cars that got totally scorched, by the way? Oh, I know. When it. they could simply evacuate. 
I know. What are they trying to do? Contain the fire? They worried people are going to be running on fire into other parts of this island? Like, no. No, they were trying <laughs> to probably maximize the damage. And when yeah. these cops, so yeah, there was cops blocking roadways yeah. out of Lahaina. Yep. To keep this as bad as they could make it. I think personally, yeah. but they, I don't think the cops thought of it like that. No, I'm sure they were like got a call and were like, "You need to block this road. Don't let anybody go." This is what I'm telling you. Follow yeah. these orders. Yeah. And so he's like, "Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Uh, follow these orders." Yeah. Totally. You know. Uh, and by the way, folks, order followers get people fucking killed. The yeah. Nazis were order followers. So please, for the love of God, have some goddamn common sense. Yeah. I mean, don't be, you know, don't be rambunctious. If if it's time to fall in line and serve properly do that yeah but use your proper discernment first don't just follow orders blindly because this is what you get you get totally. people burned in their car because you didn't let them out of town yep totally no totally <laughs> <laughs> you have that all right so this this next one is crazy and i'll talk a little bit about it people can't figure out why the fire started officially and um, an odd thing going on with it is a lot of the pictures show that the buildings and main structures and houses were wiped out. It looks like a bomb went off. Yeah. But then sometimes a little table with an umbrella is it's completely fine. unscathed while the building next to it burnt. Yep. Now, here's where the crazy theory comes in. There's lasers that... um. There's a video of a guy posted a video of a cool test where you shine a laser at a certain color and something to do with the waves obviously is like resistant to yellow or no, it burns yellow, burns red, but blue is resistant to this laser. Mm. And so and then blue umbrellas were fucking up still. Yeah. So that was a crazy one that I saw. Like maybe they shined some new technology freaking laser beam at the houses. Just well, and there's up. there's crazy things that you see where, you know, the whole building will be burnt and a whole block of buildings, but then the tables outside the buildings are fine. Yeah. And there's trees on the backside that are fine. It's the fucking yeah. buildings all scorched. Yeah. So that um, is super crazy. It shows that it's very clearly a controlled burn in a way. What it seems like. Yeah. That's what it seems like. I heard this very, very interesting theory. Um. This gentleman was talking about how potentially using these self-replicating mino uh, – what the hell? Not mino, Jesus. What do they call them? Self-replicating microfibers, I think is what they're called. Yeah. But essentially what they're seeding the air with, with like, you know, they call chemtrails or whatever. Yeah. But maybe they are using these – these um, god damn it. No, it was nanofibers. That's what I'm trying to nanofibers. say. I'm saying it's stupid these nanofibers that are self-replicating that they're able to control and move around potentially or inject in certain spots. Yeah. They have the potential to steer this fire or keep things from being burned. Like these yeah. rich people's houses that all have property up here. Yep. Including Oprah who has property South of Lahaina. Yeah. Like 700 acres. Yeah. So that's, that's a big juicy one too. Probably one of the, juiciest parts of the whole conspiracy um i saw videos of lots of locals saying that there's been a kind of a battle um, battle going on because um the specific town that got hit super hard 
I can't remember the name. You keep saying it. Lahaina. Lahaina. Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently, there's been kind of a battle between that local town and the locals and bigger corporations like BlackRock and stuff wanting to buy that real estate out from under them. Mm-hmm. And so there's been kind of a battle going on between that. Dude, so I, there, I have a pretty interesting tangent. I didn't research it too much. So yeah. people have to do their own research a little bit. And I didn't list it because I, I didn't I don't know if I could talk about it. But this is a perfect segue into it. So there yeah. was this conglomerate of companies, uh, and they're called the Big Five. Yeah. that have, it, They were all sugar refining and growing companies, I think. I think it was sugar. Probably. Um. But either way, these five companies, it was it was essentially an oligarchy here in this in this island of Maui. And um, they had been fighting for the real estate that all burnt up. All that stuff that got burnt was all this land that was owned by the natives. Yeah, so that's that's going to bring us to another point in a minute. But I want to talk about that as well. This land that was all owned by the natives yep. got burnt up and it's all land that these people these companies, this big five, have been trying to get out from under these people for exactly. a long time, hundred years or more. Hundred years, wow, yeah. Like they've been because they've been colonizing and making sugar in that country since what? Since probably you know before World War II, because that's when we already had bases and shit set up. Yeah. So probably well into the eighteen hundreds. You know, we were going to there, colonizing, setting up plantations, setting up refineries. And and exploiting that natural beauty of the island for these sugar and shit that we needed. Totally. Which we don't need, actually. Right. Shit the companies needed to get us addicted to. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that, that's another yeah. subject. Sugar, sugar is worse than opium, dude. People get all yeah, mad about heroin, but they'll be super happy while they're drinking a Dr. Pepper. Yep, that's a fair point. You know, And not saying that heroin's good by any means. Right, right. I mean, it might be. I've never tried it. <laughs> so the jury's still out. But <laughs> um, I don't know. Sugar is arguably worse than a lot of hard drugs. Oh, it is. So eat honey, folks. Honey's the shit. Honey's so good for you. Yeah. A tablespoon of honey could nourish a man every day. If he only ate a tablespoon of honey, he could live. Probably not super healthy, but he could live. Hundred percent, yeah. Um, yeah, that's all part of the agenda, man. They want to move you away from natural sweeteners and things that are good for you, and they want to put you on these things that you're addicted to, addicted to literally sugar and and MSG and and these these carbohydrates that have literally no nutrients, but your body fucking needs it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, um, when your glucose is too high in your blood, I mean, it yeah. it messes with everything. Your hormones. Everything gut health all that yeah. stuff and you're addicted yeah. to it super i know it i know anyways it. shit sorry folks all sorry. good all good we're getting up on our soapboxes today pretty heavy but that's all right no yeah that's all I right i just want to these nodes are really nice so i'm just trying to keep it in order because yeah. we're killing it we're killing it oh um, but really quick really quick what was i yeah. going to say about these big five i had one more quick comment to make yeah yeah it was that so of those five companies most of them have gotten eaten up yeah. Or folded up or, or bought out by other companies. And the only one that's left is this like it's something in Baldwin. Yeah. There's a, a first word and then Baldwin, which I, I'm terrible. I should have done my research more. I recognize and pulled that. This up. Yeah. But 
they are the largest landowner in Maui. They have more than the U.S. government and more than the natives. So they like, I don't know. That's just an interesting fact. Yeah, and it oh, just yeah. shows the kind of corruption that's been happening and probably will continue to happen in this spot. This yeah. is a paradise, and everybody wants a piece of paradise, man. Totally, totally. Yep. So. Uh, yeah. It's fucked up. Tell me about this um, radiation thing. Yeah, so I don't really know um, how much veracity this has. Yeah. This was something that I had heard on uh, Mark Steve's podcast that he did with um, somebody that lived in, I don't think they live on Maui. They live on the uh, Oahu. Does that sound right? Yeah. Okay. They live on Oahu. Oh, excuse me. Fucking props to the chef on that one. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, They were saying that on the island, I guess there's a media block radius so media is not allowed in the area that's why you don't see a lot of footage coming out of it yeah um and this might be outdated information i i probably should have done some research before i talked about it um i'm, I'm just i'm taking it right from them and giving it to you guys yeah okay yeah. this is so, all <laughs> totally hearsay yeah exactly. it's fine yeah but it's so interesting yeah. i love it I love it, regardless of if it's real or not. And yep. and that's another point, too, is I think we shouldn't focus too much on was this directed energy? Is this a radiation attack? You know, I think the main focus is like, why are all these systems failing for these people? Why is the water turned off? Yeah. Why is the power still on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, But to humor a, a, a conspiracy theorist like myself. Yeah. You know, I like to talk about those kind of things. Totally. <clears throat> one of the most interesting things is they're not letting the media into this area, which would signify that and they're not letting the people leave. Which would signify that this might be a radiation event. They don't want yeah. these people getting out and leaking this radiation to other people. True. They want to keep this a contained event. Yeah, what's up um, with the roadblocks? Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck is up? That's the biggest thing. That's just crazy. Is, I, I kept thinking about that all day, and I was like, how many cops? How many cars? Yeah. I could ram it. Yeah. I yeah. could ram it. They're I'm not keeping out. me in. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? No. Totally. <laughs> no. But either way, especially my ex-Terra, baby. I drive right over them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but yeah, that was just an interesting theory. And I guess they had some friends that live out the, this guest that was on the podcast that I listened to, uh, they were saying that they had some friends that that day had felt like they, they said they used the word microwave. They said they felt like they got microwaved huh. and they just felt really weird. And they were eating a lot of seaweed trying to detox. I guess seaweed's good for that. Oh yeah. Um, I, I thought seaweed was only good for sushi. But <laughs> right, but I just thought that was kind of interesting, which would which would give credence to the theory that this is a directed energy weapon using these uh, millimeter wave technology. It might yeah. not even have to be from space. It might be local five G millimeter waves. Yeah, microwaving and frying this area, um, which 
brings me into this other point that I also didn't put in the little notes, but I, I, I knew I would remember if I talked about this. Yeah. Um, energy or, oh, no, no. Um, weather modification. Yes. And the harp weapon. I love it. I love it. I've been telling people about that for so long, bro. Yes. And it's, dude, it's, it's legitimate. If people want to look it up, they should look up, uh, the harp H A A R P. Yeah. Um, the, I don't even know what you would look up. Like the, just a harp machine, Alaska, look yeah. it up. It was this, this, uh, array of towers that they put up in Alaska to study the ionosphere and the ionosphere essentially, you know, for my physics buffs, for my people that know what's up, uh, the ionosphere is this, this basically like this pool of particles that are all around you all the time that can transmit a charge. Yeah. And that's how weather gets affected. That's how an electrical storm starts is through yeah. the ionosphere is these, um, the conditions are proper. The charge is high in the air. You have a positive charge, and I think a negative charge probably does a the opposite thing. I think it, you know, I think a negative charge is where you get like wind movement and shit. I I, I need to look more into this. I'm literally talking right. outside of my ass. No, it's fine. I just want to say real quick for people oh, yeah. listening, um, this is this is a in the conspiracy world. This is an old one. Uh, this was huge a while ago, but it's still it's crazy. Classic. It's a classic. Yeah, very prevalent to this day. Yeah. So the conspiracy is that the harp machine or towers or whatever it is um the government basically uses that to create or amplify hurricanes because yep. every time a crazy hurricane happens and it's a huge you know tra um tragedy there's always something weird going on at the same time like i remember during haiti it was like right during some afghan war or something something in the middle east of course so that's dude, i keep always... thinking what are they distracting us from with yeah, this yeah. fucking maui fire yeah exactly what's happening elsewhere yeah so if people didn't know that the harp theory has been around for a long time it's a classic and we're dusting it off we're taking it off the shelf and we're yeah. blowing the dust off yeah because it seems to be prevalent you have things like in la there's a fucking hurricane like touching the the yeah, right coast now. of la right now there's freaking like Hillary. fires in fucking canada like there's something going on in the ionosphere something yeah. bad's happening right now yeah and i think they're doing weather modification and apparently there is a facility for that on maui uh, of course there's a weather modification for the facility yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep of course, um, there is one on Maui. And so I just – I keep thinking about that. It's very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So tell me – I think we're starting to get into some of the occultic stuff around this too. But tell me, because I didn't know this, about how globalists want to make Maui into a smart city. What is that? Dude, it's a 15-minute city. It's going to be the first one. 15-minute city? You ever heard of those? Uh-uh. So it's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is a first on the Life of the Leyline podcast. <laughs> I'm about to bring some information straight from the Leyline. Yeah. And I'm charging it down. Yeah. Hell yeah. So this fucking, this idea was created by the World Economic Forum mm. and uh, Klaus Schwab, George Soros, these globalist types. They want to create these smart cities. They call them 15-minute cities or smart cities, whatever you want to call them. But they're essentially, you know, and this is like the 
how they would say it at their little convention, you know, wearing their fucking suit and shit. Yeah. They'd be like, um, it is a, a zero emission, high efficiency uh, community. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's how they would explain it. But really what it is, is it's a free range prison that they put you in and you don't have a car. You don't own any shit. You don't have any money that's real. It's all credited to your fucking your little town. You have okay. town bucks on your town card. Okay. You don't have anything to trade. You can't pay a dude to take you on a plane somewhere. You just live in your little smart city and you're stuck. It's like an ant farm. Wow. And that's what they and I'm that I get I get black pilled very quickly with the smart cities. It's a cool idea. Think about it. Like right. a, a great example or a good like um imagination of that idea is the Lorax. You remember the Lorax? Yeah. You remember that town they lived in? Yeah. Needville? Or yeah. what it just Thneed, right? There's no S. Needville. Yeah. yeah. Oh Needville. Yeah. Oh, that's a fucking bop, ladies and gentlemen. I'm watching oh, yeah. that after this. I'm going to. <laughs> um, but in that movie, for the folks that have never seen it, they're they essentially live in this this town that's blocked off by a wall, and it's everything's concrete. The grass is painted on. The trees are plastic, and they light up. There's no real trees anymore because the Lorax tried like hell, and the Onesler still chopped them down. Yeah. Okay. Um, that movie's so good. God, it's so damn. good. The story. I was like a little kid, and I would hear the story, and I read yeah. the book, yeah. and then the real movie came out. It was perfect. They knew what they were doing. They oh, waited yeah. until the kids were just old enough, and then they released it. Yeah. It's genius. Oh yeah. That's genius. But all that shit. So yeah. Um. Nonetheless, they have like a beach and a snowboarding hill and golf and this and that. They all of it. They have everything they would need, so they never leave. Nobody's ever left. Yeah. And that's like the whole idea of it is that that's what they want to do to you. They want to lock you in, man, so that they can just leech yeah. all of your resources from every good spot on the earth. Yeah. They don't want you to have any of the resources, and they don't want you to complain about it. They don't want you to post about it, and they don't want you to protest. Yeah. They want Damn. you to shut the fuck up. Get in your city. Shh. Go on. Go on. Okay. I here's got all, you. Here's all that's you need. That's insane. It's like um, it's kind of like that tower they want to build in Japan, where it's like larger than life tower, mm -hmm. and on the outskirts of the building you sleep, you have your little dwelling area, and then you just walk to the center of this tower for like every floor has a supermarket, and so you never leave this giant tower. When you probably never even leave your floor. Yeah, that's right. probably what it ends up being. Yeah, they just lock you on your floor, man. Fuck, that's crazy. Yes. So I guess there was a UN discussion. Um, I think it was the governor did a, a presentation for the UN about making this into a smart city, Maui. Um, and so this is perfect. It fits right in. They burn yeah. everything down so they can pick up the land on the low, low, and they yep. throw down a smart city. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's terrifying. Crazy. Yeah. It's terrifying. But then you think about it and like, I mean, imagine how much fun you would have living in a smart city like that. That's true. Like you would have a lot of fun, but you, you would be having so much fun that you would have no purpose. And I know yeah. for a philosophical mind like myself and you, yeah, we would, 
we would get so sick of the hamster wheel. I was going to say it would be really fun for like a year. Literally. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking cruise. And cruise yeah. makes me claustrophobic. I hate, I'll never, never. I will I, never go on a giant commercial cruise. I go on never. a cruise only if they have a gyroscopic fucking pool table because that's so cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> then you're the, sold. I'll go for the pool, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm so cool. You just got to go and look up. Uh, all you have to type in is poop yacht or poop oh, I, cruise. Yeah, when people were like pooping on the side. Yeah, because they're stuck and everything was shut down. I think it was because of COVID. So people uh, had nowhere to use the bathroom. So there's pooping COVID, on the deck. COVID was like the Wild West. Yeah. Can we just say... <laughs> Jesus Christ, people forgot how to act. Oh yeah. <laughs> they went back to monkey brain. Oh, good lord. Yep. Good lord. But yeah. So, I think that's a pretty interesting idea is that they want to make Maui a smart city already and there's been talk about this. Yeah. Previously. And so this just kind of fits right into that narrative that they're going to burn it down so that they can build it back the way they want it exactly yep. what they did with um the middle east i mean a- apart from destroying all the ancient artifacts and all the you know true history of where we come from they yeah. were also running a you know of course that's a whole other episode in itself <laughs> people are walking away rolling their eyes look at them yeah hey that's all right but folks. before i have you tell me about um eight eight and the significance i do want to just say last thing on the fires just go and look at an overview picture of the burn pattern of the fires mm-hmm. as well, and that's also going to blow your mind. Ooh. They, like you said, they perfectly avoid um, those giant, beautiful houses, <laughs> and yeah, it just wipes out everything else. It's crazy. It is pretty crazy, man. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Yeah, see if you can find one. Um. All right, I'm gonna screen share and we're gonna look at it together, folks. Yeah. Sorry for the people that are just listening. Um, if you want to check out the video? It'll be on YouTube. Yes, sir. Um, I don't even know what the timestamp is. I'd give it to you if I had it. Sorry, gentlemen. All right, screen share. Boom. Okay. So. This is what the island looks like. Yeah. And this is where it burnt. So it's like all these coastal areas right here. Yep. All the way along this coast. This part of the area, man. It's so sad. Look at look at all this devastation. I know. But look at these trees that are fine. Yeah. I mean, and you could make the point that the trees that are right on the beach are waterlogged because they have a constant supply of groundwater. Of course. There, I'm sure there's all kinds of explanations, but look at those super fancy houses right there that are untouched as well. Crazy. You could also, and uh, I, I'm terrible because I'm a conspiracy theorist and a devil's advocate. Yeah, same. Because another part where my mind goes is it's like maybe these rich people have the money to do fire mitigation. Yeah, really good fire defense. Yeah, and that's why their property didn't burn is because they mitigated the fire properly, and they knew what trees to cut down. They knew how much space to give between each tree. I don't know. Fair, very fair. That's yeah, it makes it hard. 
<laughs> I don't like to poke holes in the theories, but ladies right, and gentlemen, right. we have to be we have to be very empirical about this. Totally, things that we can calculate. Yeah, you can't go full Q and on. You know, no. you got to be smart about it. Not yes. everything is a conspiracy. Oh, I know it. Well, it, almost I mean, everything is. Almost, everything almost. Is. <laughs> most things are. Yep. You know, if I closed my eyes and threw a dart and hit something, it might have a conspiracy about it. Yeah, I don't know. Seriously, it's Seriously. not that hard. But that's a good I, point. It is easy to get into. You know. Yeah. Into like a nihilistic black pill kind of perspective where you everything's a conspiracy and everything's terrifying and then you almost shelter yourself from the joys of life because you're so caught up in how totally. terrifying life is which you'll never catch me there dude i have i don't know if i if i care too much about the like structure of things for stuff right. like that to like make me too sad right you know totally yeah, I know regardless of if this, you know, the Illuminati or the Reptilians or BlackRock and Vanguard or whoever this deep state is that, that you know, and it's probably all of them fighting each other and we're fighting them as well. It's like one of those kind of things. Yeah. But they don't they don't have enough control on my personal mindset and well-being enough to yet, I guess. You never know if they enact martial law and they just kind of shove us into little smart cities. They might. They might yeah. then, but that's when you fight. That's when you fight. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, be- beautifully said. I'm dying to know what the significant- significance of 8-8 eight, eight is, please. Okay, okay. So, in astrology, 8-8 um, eight, eight is a very important date. Um, this is the rhyming section of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ready for my uh, five-minute cipher? Yeah. <laughs> he just throws acapella, throws yeah. it down. Enjoy. <laughs> no. So 8-8 is very significant. And I, I, mean, I mean August 8th. 8-8 yeah. if you're looking at a calendar. Okay. Yes. Um, it's a significant day because in astrology – that is when the sun is in Leo and it opposes the star Sirius. And they consider this the opening of the lion's portal. That's what it's considered. You can look it up. Yeah. You can look up lion portal or lion portal open or whatever, and it'll pull up 8-8, eight, eight, and it talks about all this astrology shit. It shows like, shows like a man with his you know, face next to an ethereal lion. Yeah. And they're being hippies together, and it's fantastic. You know? It's yeah. a very like I don't know. They lose me in the weeds with the astrological like hippy dippy. Oh, me too. Serendipitous shit. It's like all right, dude. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but either way, sorry. I got I got to get off my soapbox today. I got a lot of opinions. I'm charged up after work. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Um, but on this day, this is supposed to be one of the greatest times for manifestation, mm. and that. This is when, you know, if the saying the stars align was a real kind of thing, this would be that day where things just – these are the perfect conditions for you to manifest what you would like to have in this world, you know. And it's very interesting that this event would occur during the opening of the Lions Portal when they their vision is to create a smart city right there. And then, boom, there's a fire happening, and it's – you know – could very well happen that and, is deep uh the number eight itself 
is very important in um you know occult knowledge and esoteric teachings eight is the infinity symbol turned on its side or like turned upwards yeah and so what i take that as and and not it's not me i didn't fucking come up with this like oh, i came up with this <laughs> you know no it's it was these occultists but it's the like the connection between the the spiritual and the physical or you know death and rebirth yeah or manifestation and regeneration it's this idea you know because you need you need death to have birth yeah. and vice versa and so they move in this cyclical pattern just like an infinity symbol yeah and you know a lot of people would argue birth is you know putting that spiritual essence into a physical form and death is extracting that physical essence or that spiritual essence back out yeah you know and so it's it's very you know it it makes a lot of sense that they would use the eight as the symbol of death and rebirth 100 percent um and so that's why i think eight eight is so significant for these astrologists and these occultists is because this is a day burn it down yep burn it down and rebuild and it build on top yeah correct correct isn't cool. that isn't that so cool oh yeah i yeah that kind of blew my mind i had yeah. to listen to um this was isaac weissop who gave this all to me this dude he's fantastic i had to listen to his podcast twice because i wanted yeah. to download all of it and yeah shout out that dude i should probably like join his patreon and start commenting and be like hey dude i steal info from you all the time yeah Good shit thank you yeah. You know, one of those kind of things. Give him right. his due diligence. Give him a little Patreon Skrilla. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought that was very interesting. Um, made a lot of sense. Yeah. Made a lot of sense. Awesome. <sighs> but, yeah. Um, and another interesting thing about this whole thing, and I, I kind of touched on it with, what the opening of the lion's portal is where the the sun is in leo the which is the leo constellation for people that don't know there's constellations around the earth and the sun moves around to these different constellations and they call them houses in the house of leo in the house of aries you know this is where you get your zodiac sign you know when you're born your sun sign is where the sun was where you were born right you know, and all the planets correspond to these different spots in the sky or uh, the zodiacs, rather, yeah. correspond to a different spot in the sky. Um, You're very, such a Leo. Yeah, dude, I know it. I know it. It's, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. When's your fucking birthday again? January. January. You're Capricorn? Aquarius. Aquarius. OK, yeah. You're late January. Huh? Yeah, super. End of the last day of January. Yeah. Yes, it's interesting shit, dude. The Zodiac, it makes a lot of sense if you do the proper research. Right. But these fucking... These I just love the way they get you. Yeah. do not know anything about astrology. I love the way they get they you, bro. It'll be, like, uh, it'll be like, you see yourself as a very strong person who, you know... It's very loving and giving to people. And then you're like, oh, that is me. That's me for sure. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you're going to have a great tribulation in your life. Yeah. And your love is waiting for you. Yeah. And then you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you said she's waiting, bro. Oh, it's like, dude, I, I could say so much general shit. 
that yep. is going to apply to your life. Yep. I know. That's where they lose me in the weeds, man. Oh, yeah. But it's so interesting and compelling when you can meet somebody who has a, like a deep understanding of this. Yeah. And then gives you a reading. And yeah. they're like, they're telling you things about yourself that you don't even want to like accept or know. And you're like, God, right. Fuck, you don't feel comfortable. You're like, you're, ooh, get out yeah. of my head. Totally, you know? totally. And it's a different kind of thing. And that's when you can feel like, wow, okay, this, there's some veracity to this. This is real. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting stuff. I had this teacher at Yampa. Her name was Kether. Shout out, Miss Kether. She, she's awesome. Yeah. But she did a class about basically astrology. And in the zodiacs, because Yampa is awesome. <laughs> and yeah. you, can, you can do a class about snowboarding and go snowboarding every day. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things. It's sick and get credit for it. Yampa's the shit. Yampa's yeah. the way you should do school. Let yeah. kids pick what they're good at and what they want to do. Totally. And then have somebody that's good at it and likes to do that kind of thing too and show them a proper way to do it. Yeah. Like they, I don't know. What they've done with the school system making us all into fucking factory workers does not work. No, it doesn't. Didn't work. <laughs> Excuse me. It didn't work for me. I mean, I'm still smart and I'll play your system and I'll yeah. get my little diploma and I'll wear my stupid fucking square hat and I'll get out of there. Yeah. But it's just not set up for people who especially oh, I don't want to I don't want to speak out of school or talk down to anybody, but somebody with a proper intellect and proper common sense, it is not a place for you to thrive. Yeah. It's a place to box you in and cut that out of you. you know, like, <clears throat> totally. like Rick Sanchez says, it's school's not a place for smart people. Yeah. You know, that's a fucking, but that's a Rick and Morty line. And, you know, you shouldn't quote cartoons for philosophical discussions. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh, fuck. That's great. Oh, good Lord. What um, else? What else? What else is on here? Something about the dog. Dude, yes, the dog star. Yeah. Serious. Oh, I was gonna talk about this. So yes, um it's when the sun pretty sure it's when it's opposed to Sirius or when it's closest to Sirius. I can't remember what what they use for it. But either way, it's significant. And they this star, Sirius, um, is the dog star, as they call it. And interestingly enough, that's the name of Keanu Reeves' band. So I don't know. I don't know. Of if that course, means. of course it is. Keanu Reeves is such a mystical creature. He is a mystical <laughs> man, dude. He yeah. he's like a if a samurai was still a thing, he's what a samurai is. A hundred percent. And he not like, just because he's in a samurai movie. Yeah, no, it's just because <laughs> he is a samurai. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever hear the story? This is a small tangent, but did you ever hear the story that I think it was Nicolas Cage told about he like called Keanu Reeves? Asked him to come over and hang out. Keanu pulled up on his motorbike, like his little fucking crotch rocket. All okay. Yeah. He looked fresh as shit. Smelled amazing. Yeah. Beat his ass at pool for yeah. like an hour. Got back on his motorbike and dipped. I was like, I'm like that's a gangster right there. <laughs> that's oh, awesome. God. He just, he's like a little fairy. He just yeah. floats in. Yeah. Beats ass and gets <laughs> out of there. Gets out of there quick. <laughs> He's that is too, too cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry for the tangent, though. Okay. Because I just love Keanu Reeves. I try to take every opportunity I can to talk about that fucking yeah, that little devil. He's the shit. I can't wait for John Wick ten. 
when I'm yeah on God when I'm thirty five. Yeah, <laughs> they better keep going. That's yeah. something you could never stop. Yeah, Just have him keep moving to different countries. Yeah, John Wick thirty five, Lithuania. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, the possibilities are endless for oh, sure. I fucking love it. Okay, so serious, dude. The dog star. Yeah. So uh, they call it this because the constellation, uh, the the oh, what the hell's the name? It's like the the major Canis or the Canis Majora. It's the name of the group of stars, and it yeah. creates this constellation that looks like a dog. And Sirius in Greek mythology was Orion's dog, Orion the hunter, who is also a constellation. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's very telling. And that goes back to my point that I fucking hammer in every time. And one day, one day I will have that the head of that nail flush. I will have hammered it all the way down. Yeah. But I will continue hammering. The fact that these people keep telling the same fucking stories about these very important things that people try to they're, they're trying to disregard now yeah like all these stories like orion and his dog sirius that have this big importance in you know how the the fauna of the land came to be right um very interesting stories the shit i i'm such a nerd i just fill my mind with old stories and conspiracy theories right i'm like i'm gonna be somebody's rambling uncle someday dude i know it and i can't wait I can't. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm all right. right there with you. Yeah. Either way, either way, the serious star. So yeah. this star, they call it the blazing star in Freemasonry. And this is this is what they use as the symbolism for the sun. So anytime you see a sun referenced in Freemasonry, they're not referring to the sun. They're referring to Sirius, the dog star. Yeah. And how they describe it is is just as the moon reflects the sun, the sun reflects Sirius. So essentially they're saying like that's where the, the sun's energy is coming from. Right. You know? And I mean, I don't really know what that means too too much. I'm not a Freemason yet. Yeah. And uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm a free agent. I'm not wearing yeah. any jersey yet, so shit. I might become a Freemason. I might have to just for the yeah. the arcane knowledge, bro. Yeah. And they asked me to eat the baby. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Can't <laughs> do it. That's my line right there. Yeah. Can't chew on them. Won't do it. No. So. <laughs> all awesome. the Freemasons listening are fucking probably Pissed. not listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of, dude, this is a small tangent, but I want to get a Freemason on to do a little interview. You remember the the guy I was telling you about, my mom's boss? Yeah. I'm going to text him at some point this week, and I want to try and lock in something. Wouldn't that be so cool? Oh, yeah. Do like a little interview with a Freemason. He yeah, didn't say awesome. that he would talk too much in depth because he's, you're really not allowed to. Right. But he said he'll do like a yes and no kind of thing. Love it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry. So, um, but that's what these Freemasons refer to as the – the blazing star and it's also been referred to as the morning star yeah which is you know the morning star in occult symbolism is they were they're referring to lucifer this luciferian light the yeah. morning star it's the first light of the of the day you know the first one bringing light 
before even the sun. Right. And, you know, in their beliefs, this Luciferian uh, religion. Because in this religion, I wanted to touch on this last week with your dad. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to come off like I was, like, trying to, like, defend what these people believe. But I right. just wanted to, like, clarify. They don't think that Lucifer is the devil. They right. they have this Gnostic belief, this inverted belief, which goes into what your dad was talking about with inversion. Yeah. They have this inverted belief that um, the God is a tormentor God, and he has trapped us in this realm of consequence and punishment. Um, and the Gnostics called it the Yaldabaoth, you know, this this creature that trapped us here. Yeah. Um, and then Lucifer, or this Promethean character yeah. that brought knowledge to man, brought fire to man. This is the the true god i guess they they call it i don't know if they necessarily call it the god but this is right. the benevolent force in the universe yeah 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 it's but important just, to know that yeah yes and that's just that's how they think about it it's not like they're necessarily doing overt like satanism devil worship they don't look at it like that right they don't right. see it in that way you know yeah which is very interesting i just i love looking at all the different ways that people look at shit and you know how different groups of people will take and invert things and you know apply their own meaning to it it's so it's interesting shit very interesting um have you small tangent have you heard about like the lost stories of the bible too much or like done the lost stories like the yeah the lost books of the bible well i just know that they took out the book of enoch obviously Mm -hmm. um other than that not really so i don't I don't even really know enough about it to try and talk about it, but I guess there's just stories that were left out like the book of Enoch. Yeah. Um, and if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you know, back to like Enochian magic, um, you know, that is the, the Enochian language is the language of God. It's how you speak to devils. That's what King Solomon was working with. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think. And, it's so, sorry for the fucking big ass tangent. I got to go it's on fine. this because it's something I've been doing research about like the last two weeks and it's like yeah. a personal like passion project. It's yeah. just so interesting to me learning about because we did the episode about Aleister Crowley and I'm always on this constant journey learning about magic and learning about these esoteric things, you know, reading yeah. shit. And um, oh no, I lost my train of thought <laughs> about um. Oh, Enochian, King Solomon. Okay, okay, okay. What these occultists use, Aleister Crowley, they're using the Solomonic rituals and the Book of Solomon. Or I don't know if they call it that. I think there's a different name for it. But it's essentially, he's got this whole book about how to summon and control demons. Yeah. And he has this ring, the Ring of Solomon, that gives you protection and power over these demons. And he teaches you how to create your talisman, which is what this ring is. Yep. And it's very interesting and compelling shit. And I had never heard about it until I started doing research about Crowley. I didn't hear that during learning about Christianity or at at church. I didn't hear about that shit. And, you know, we've had this conversation, you know, with your dad and whatnot. But, you know, I like the the darker side of that kind of shit. Like, yeah, you know, some people like Batman. I like the Joker. Yeah. Cooler. Totally. And with this kind of stuff, not saying that it's like 
I'm picking a side, but it's so much more interesting to like get into demonology. Yeah. It's like, it just, it makes you scared. And when you're scared, it's addicting. It's yeah. like sugar. That oh, kind of totally. fear, you feed on it, you know, but either way, these lost books, I guess they just touch on things like the Enochian language where you can talk to demons and talk to God, which is like, that's like the, the language of the gods, as they say, they use plural. Yeah. Um, I don't even, what, what even put me on the, what put me on this tangent? Yeah. So I guess there's the book of Enoch, the Prada Evangelion, the gospel of the infancy of Jesus Christ. Oh the, yeah. The infancy gospel of Thomas, the book of Jesus Christ. The Gospel of Nicodemus, the Apostles' Creed, and the Epistle of Paul, the Apostle of the Laodiceans. Yeah. And so I guess those are all, according to my very quick Google search, Yeah, those are the lost books of the Bible. I just wanted to see what you had to say about that. That was something I learned about this week. No, it's super compelling. Um the one you mentioned in there, it's probably about the period of Jesus's life where he just kind of disappears for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they don't really touch on that very much. He's just walking around. Yeah. There's like vibing. Yeah. He's just vibing, bro. <laughs> bro, he was in Lahaina hanging out with the Maui people, bro. Shit. It was so vibey. He's like, I heard they got Pineapple Express here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We've touched on it before, but there's a theory that he went to Egypt. Yep. And learned all about that stuff. And Tibet. Yeah, there's accounts of a man showing up in Tibet, like this this master of spirituality that basically like was coming for teachings, but taught them more than he fucking learned. Yeah, and it's so cool. Love it. Ah, it's such an interesting thing. God damn it! <laughs> I go balls deep on that kind of shit. Oh yeah, I love learning what they're trying to keep from us. As you should. Uh, it's so important. It's so important. I wish I spoke Hebrew or could read Hebrew. Oh, yeah. Because then I would really go deep. Because that's what most of these these old books are written in. Yep. These lost texts of the Bible, they were all written in Hebrew. Totally. Um, And when it was translated into Latin and then subsequently English, I think a lot of that was lost. Yeah. On purpose. I don't think it was like, oops. oops 100%. It's all gone. 100%. Like these motherfuckers were like, dude, we can't teach these peasants how to talk to demons yeah you know it's one of those yeah which i get i get you shouldn't just let any joe schmo talk to a demon totally but hey maybe, <laughs> maybe if you if he's not so joe schmoed you know <laughs> yeah I, don't know. I talk a big game it would be so terrifying to talk to a demon dude i wouldn't even well, want to yeah. invite that kind of energy into your life you don't want to. You don't want to play with any of that kind of stuff. I'm afraid to even own any of the books that these motherfuckers have written. I don't want to keep them in my yeah. house. Me neither. I don't play with that. It's, you know, you never know what you're inviting into your energetic space. Yes. When you're opening a book like that, because it's, dude, it's called spelling for a reason. This yeah. this English language was crafted in a particular way. So that our words are all magic. It's all a spell. It's all yeah. binding. And so I think that's why it's so important to like 
watch first of all watch what you say yeah about certain shit energy like words have a lot of power and energy associated with them and that gets pretty woo woo they're like oh fucking energy words it's like no but seriously i mean they've done tests about it somebody will call water a cunt and the fucking water freezes all bad right you're like i love you water and it freezes beautiful in in this like fantastic mandala pattern and it's like i love that why there's experiments like that with plants yep exactly talk bad to a plant it dies yeah or even fruit fruit Fruit. will like they pull it off the the vine and immediately start saying good things to this one bad things to this one yeah and one of them rots way faster and it's the negative crazy is that isn't that weird and that's tangible you know that's real it's something you can do at home. Yeah. That's why I need to start talking better to my fucking house plants. I'm killing plants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad. I'll send they you should... a Snapchat video of our house. <laughs> Dude. The jungle. I wish that we could grow a jungle. I barely get one plant to grow good, honestly. Yeah. It makes me sad. They need yeah. to call, like, you know, plant services on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a good plant parent right i don't know what to do about it right i think well, it's just some people got it some yeah people don't i think it's that we, time. Uh, should we wind down yeah i think it's that time i i said my piece about the maui fires and oh, this one's fire i think it's a good oh, one fuck. i think yeah, it's a good one i shouldn't have said that <laughs> <laughs> this one was cool you bad it was man really cool that was unintentional <laughs> <laughs> oh lord that would have went right over my head too if you hadn't yeah. paused fuck i would have called it fire right with you but shit hey guys that's not funny yeah don't laugh right now yeah okay don't so uh, the last thing i wanted to say yeah. before you had even said that i was thinking about this but i just want to make the point that i regardless of what the the reality is or what the theories are dude condolences and totally. prayers out to these people absolutely all my love and energy to these families that have been decimated by this fire yeah. shout out to all the kids because that's fucked up dude as a father i think about that idea the idea of my kids being home and my kid i don't have one but yeah. you know, when i'm older and they're at school you know yeah and they're going to school i'm gonna be sad if that ever happens, even if like something bad, like the fucking, there's like a little shutdown and I'm not there for it. I'm be right. like, Guys, I'm sorry. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Let alone hear a fire. You. It breaks my heart. Yeah. It really does. Horrifying. Um, And I would say people don't donate to these big nonprofit companies that say they're helping out Maui. Look for local people that have little setups. Go yeah. to GoFundMe, look up Maui. There's buzzwords, I'm sure. You can find somebody that is doing local shit. Don't yeah. send to these Red Cross, big-ass conglomerate companies with 1% give-back rate. Totally. Okay? Totally. That's Love all I it. wanted to say. I just wanted to like end it with that because I think you know we were talking all about these theories, and we didn't really yeah. focus too much on the like how bad this really is. And it is a tragedy. Oh, absolutely. And I don't want that. I don't want people to think that's lost on us. It's a tragedy. Totally, totally. No, and that's why I said like everything that we were saying also is just completely hearsay. Yes. We're not spitting anything crazy. No, we're just fucking around with theories, and they're so fun. Yeah. Theories are fun. Yeah. At the end of the day. 
We I mean, if I lived there, I would be trying to figure out what the fuck happened too. You know? Oh, me too. I know it. I'd I be know freaking it. out that the water was off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And honestly, the saddest part too, I was listening to you know one of the locals talking about it, and they were saying like, you know, what it seems like right now is like this was so traumatizing and so fresh people aren't going to be thinking about that for a while no of course not until it's not important anymore and it was like he was already kind of predicting like you know it's so traumatic that the people that it really did affect aren't even going to look so far into it and they you know might draw a fence from anybody trying to be like hey did you look at this like dude my fucking family just died yeah one of those kind of things which i get i get totally absolutely yeah well God damn it, Avery. Yes, sir. We've done it again. Yep. <laughs> banger. I love it. A banger and a half. Yeah. And um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you like this episode, give us a like, a follow, subscribe, five stars. I talked about it at the beginning, so I'm not going to hammer you at the end. But you know what the drill is. Yes, okay? sir. All right. I love you, Avery. Love you too, bro. Big dicks in your ass. Big dicks in your ass. Thank you.